Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Harvey Norman Wonthaki, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland on 91.3 SEN Track Southwest Gippsland and 91.9 SEN Track Latrobe Valley. You can also listen live on the SEN app and at sen.com.au. And don't forget, you can catch up on every interview or the full show wherever you get your podcasts. It's all thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. And today we are out at Wonthaggy Tire Power, 78 to 80 Watt Street in Wonthaggy. Give the boys a call out here. They're busy as hell at the moment already. 5672-5760. Chris and Mel Baker are the owners. I'm Brad Sinclair. And joining me this morning out here at Wonthaggy Tire Power is the man, Dan. And the man, Eddie, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. It's been a big week, but uh, I noticed your car's up on the hoist. Up on the, up on the hoist, and you've demanded as part of your appearance for four new special hubcaps. So, uh, yes. thank God they're they tolerating quick. you at the moment. But um, yeah, I'm a bit. Uh, I'll, can you, if you can hurry up, I can wheel my car in, and we can get that sort. Oh, I don't know if you're going to get your car in there, Dan. There's the amount of cars of coming in, and then here is unbelievable. A little bit slow to get going in one thaggy in the mornings normally, and in Vlock, I remember very slow. <laughs> but geez, they're up and about this morning, mate. We're uh, I love it out here. This is a great spot, great area of the country, and great area of Gippsland. Yeah, it's a real central hub, isn't it? There's every convenience you need here, and you can nick off to the beach you know, when it's warmer weather than today. It's not far away and not that far to Melbourne, so it's a good spot to be. Mate, we're going to talk to uh, Chris very shortly. About 10.20, we'll have a talk to Chris. Now, we've also spoken at length uh, during the year, and or particularly since he was appointed, Rod Gundrell, the newly appointed coach out at Poowong in the Allenbank District Footy League. He works here. This is a small world. Yeah. He actually works here at One Thaggy Tire Power. Been here for a couple of years. Chris has owned the franchise for 17 years, having moved out from uh, the Cranbourne area where I am. And uh, he's been out here for 17 years now, and he's got this. So we'll talk to Rod after the 11 o'clock news, I reckon. Chris looks like someone who's uh, aged a fair bit in 17 years, so uh, he must have an interesting staff <laughs> under him. Uh, Rod Nutscundrel, as he was known. I've never actually asked him why I got that. We might ask him on air. Um, well, he was no nuts, but he was a sharpshooter in front of goal, so I dare say his precision is uh, spot on when it comes to putting new tyres and hubcaps on Brad Sinclair's car. Uh, well, I'll look forward to seeing that. I'll tell you the other thing. The owner of One Thaggy Tire Power, Chris Baker, is the reigning runner of the Premiers in 2013, Kilcunder Bass. Well, he does look a bit fitter than us, I'll Yes, that. he was the runner in their Premiership year of 2013. Wow. And he's been out at One Thaggy Footy Club for a while. He played out at Montmorency in the very, very strong Diamond Valley Footy League. So not only does Chris 
Baker know how to put uh, some wheels and tyres and that. He's got a football history and this is what I love to see. So we'll talk to him about, not only about this great franchise out here at Wonthaggy Taipow, we'll talk to him about, a fair bit about footy, about 10.20. You've had a busy week, Dan. Yeah, I was just going to say, given the lack of hair on both of your heads, I, I don't know if a long career in footy is a good thing, but... Hey, just, before, <laughs> just before you got in, I, I rolled up here this morning about 8.30 and, you know, I haven't got a hair on my head, as you just said. I've got a ball cranium. And so has Chris. And he said to me, nice haircut. <laughs> He's envious. Yeah, <laughs> Mine's like a hippie hair compared got, to you two. I'll give her a wax this morning. You've, uh, had, no, you've had, had a busy week. No, I have had a big week. We'll talk about it a bit more during the show. Wow. But um, Just been mixing with the uh, rich oh. and famous, so it's been uh, fascinating, really. Um, and I've loved... Um, Oh, you'll love some of the stories. And one of my absolute idols uh, as a kid growing up, a left-arm fast bowler I got to meet last night. I won't say who it is. We'll keep that for you to announce. I'll tell you, I will announce one name that I've seen you rubbing shoulders with. Mm. And he was a hero of mine, as we know, in the... As a a mid-60s born boy, I was mad on Carlton, the coach of the 1970 Premiership at Carlton. Ron Barassi. Big Ronald Dale. He has become the cuddly grandfather of football. Uh, he was the fiery... You'd be too scared to walk in the same room as him when he was a coach. Oh. But he is uh, hes now everyone's favourite. He's the grandpa of the game and he just stands there and smiles and just... Uh, you can take a million photos with him. And uh, Kate Roffey was there from Melbourne. We'll talk about the event later. But um, Kate Roffey was there from Melbourne, the president, and she brought the Premiership Cup along. So to get a photo with the great Ronald Dale and the Cup was pretty cool. And let's remember, it's not that long ago, I, I would say probably six or seven years ago, that Ron Barassi in these early 70s to mid-70s tackled someone in Fitzroy Street, St Kilda, when he was having dinner that yeah. did something untoward towards a woman. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't happy with the treatment she was receiving, and uh, so he stood up, chased the guy down, and stood up for for the lady. And uh, the guy attacked him. He's a lot younger and fitter. And um, Ron, well, he, he now suffers pretty much from dementia, which is due to. Um, he, I spoke to him a couple of years after that, and he said that blow has set me back. And it's, uh, it's it has got worse, but he you wouldn't know it to look at him and. And he's, he's so uh, friendly and approachable. So it's, it's great to see him out. And he's just uh, revered everyone who was there on the night, um, including some greats of the game. They, um, yeah, they all praise his influence on their life. Well, let's just remind our Collingwood supporters, who we love, that in 1970, the Blues, coached by Ronald Dale Barassi, were 43 points down at half time. And Ronald said at half time, I don't know whether this is myth or fact, you will know. Oh, every time you get the ball, I want you to handball. Every time you mark it, I want you to handball. Every time you get a free kick, I want you to handball. Got them back in, and they won the 70 Premiership. Yeah, the handball was certainly the the instruction, but it wasn't the only thing. It, it probably become a bit mythologised over the years, but um, but it was more about just getting the ball moving and not letting Collingwood set up their tall players in defence. But he actually, as well as beating them in 1970, and then again in 1977 at North Melbourne... He also beat Collingwood four times as a player, ah. 55, 56, 60, 64. So he he uh, he loved playing against Collingwood. Oh yes, and don't we love to beat Collingwood? Uh, um, what did you think of during the week? In principle, AFL Tasmania AFL will be Tasmania will have a side in the AFL. In principle, that worries me. Those two words, Dan. Yeah, it's all to do with the stadium, isn't it? But it, it sounds like they can't really... If they backtrack now, it'd be 
World War Three because the Tassie would just uh, they'd separate from Australia if that was the case. So they they just say no, nah, we're our own country now. Because uh, I spoke with someone who is potentially a board member of the new club when it comes in, and he's I said to him yesterday, I said, oh, it's it's going to be when it's officially all ticked off. It's going to be like uh, when um, I can't think of the guy's name, Samaranch, who uh, in two you know told us on the build up to 2000 oh, the yes. winner is Sydney, Sydney. and that uh, that'll be the moment for Tassie I reckon because the guy I spoke with and a few others down there that have worked pretty hard over the last few years they they're on the edge of their seats about to jump up and hug and kiss but they're just waiting for that final tick but yeah, I, I can't see how they can backtrack now no the uh podcast that you and I did with the great Peter Hudson recently out at his house on the Mornington yeah. Peninsula. That'll come out Monday. And, uh, we asked him about Tassie, didn't we? We did, and he had some uh, great stuff to talk about. Tassie in that, and he's, well, he's starting his career. He's got a real soft spot for the place. Well, not only has he got a soft spot for the place, Dan, he's got a bloody statue of himself there. Yeah. <laughs> and as you, as you said on the podcast, not to give too much away, but you... You said there should be, if the new stadium should have some mention yes. of Peter Hudson, whether it's Hudson Stadium yeah. or whether there's a, a wing, uh, a, a goal end or something, there needs to be something on Hutto and, I guess, Bulldog and Hart and Stewart and yeah. all those guys. But uh, it, Hutto's been one that, as long as it all makes sense financially, he, he's, he obviously wants it. He's just always been wondering how that will work. But it looks like those things are... Almost ticked off, so he'll be as excited as anyone. Yeah, it's got to be, for mine, the Peter Hudson Stadium, particularly for... It's going to be in Hobart. Uh, it's going to be all on, you know, where the right boats come the, in. Yes. For the, yeah, I don't know how they're going to do it there. I know. There's a lot of historical stuff there and the, the old piers and everything, but it's going to be right on uh, Macquarie Point, I think it's called. So you're going to pass it when you come on your Sydney to Hobart race yep. each year as well. So It's got to be the Peter Hudson Stadium as far as I'm concerned. And he has to be the first one to kick a goal in when it's oh. on opening night. Just 5.64 goals a game, the biggest goal average in the history of the game. And we're talking about greats such as Pratt, Lockett, Dunstall, McKenna, Jezelenko, Wade, and, Coleman. And they're worried about needing a roof there because of the weather down there. Haddo kicked 200 goals one year down there. Uh, he did. He too. did all right. In, in ankle deep mud most yeah. of the year. Yeah, one ball for the whole day. So I reckon uh, I reckon we can get by with the elements if we have to until they build a stadium. So I that, reckon that was 1979, Dan. That uh, was there a great year for uh, Hutto, which you read my book or hear podcasts, oh, you'll hear all about it. Don't worry about that. I've re- read the book, and not only have I read the book, we're going to give away a book today. Signed you didn't by tell your me great that. self. No, you did not I've, tell me that. I've got one, and it's signed by <laughs> you, and we're giving it away, and you've got to stay tuned, and it'll be a question on where we are today. We're at one faggy tyre power, and we're going to throw a question later on during the morning, and you will win that book, and that is uh, the football genius, the Peter Hudson story, and you can win that today. Hey, we're going to go to our first break of the morning because we've waffled on for 15 for minutes, yourself. Dan. And I've got to get a Snickers and a Mars bar into me as uh, Brucey, our technician out here at One Thaggy Tire Power today. He's come big good. Bag. They won't last by the first hour. Brucey, I'll give you the tip. And we'll be back after the break. And I'll tell you who we're going to have with us. We're going to have the owner of One Thaggy Tire Power, Chris. And it looks like Mal might have rolled up with one of the kids. We're out here at 78 to 80 Watt Street in One Thaggy. 
Give all the guys a call out here, 56725760. You'll want to be quick, though, because the cars are coming in real quick. And with the potholes on the road, it's probably a good idea to get in here, Dan, <laughs> and get those uh, wheels fixed and new tyres put on your car. I, I think Steve arranged, uh, Chris arranged the, pot, uh, the potholes. I noticed him up the road might have been digging, digging a few a on, the way, on the way in here. Don't worry about that. There's uh, money in tyres. <laughs> and uh, by the looks of the cars parked around here, there's yeah. money in tyres. Hey, we'll be back after this short break. We're going to talk to Chris Baker, and he's got a football background. The poor bugger, Barracks for St Kilda. We'll be back after this. Harvey Norman Wonthag, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Uh, welcome back to Saturdays in Gippsland on 91.3 SEN Track Southwest Gippsland and 91.9 SEN Track Latrobe Valley. You can listen live on the SEN app and at sen.com.au. And don't forget, you can catch up on every interview or the full show wherever you get your podcasts. All thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. We're out here at Wonthaggy Tire Power, 78 to 80 Watt Street in Wonthaggy. Come out, have a chat. Say good day. You might win yourself a football genius Peter Hudson book, Dan. Yeah, which I wasn't told I was giving away for free. But um, <laughs> just an update on your car. Um, oh. oh no, they've had to go for the cheaper hubcaps. I'm afraid they uh, the difference wouldn't fit. Nah, not cheap. They're freebies. Don't nah, that. Do. Hutchie's paying. Yeah, well, I've just had words with everyone here, and uh, you might have to cough up a little bit. Oh, that'd be right. That'd be right. Hey. It's time to talk tyres. We've got uh, the owner of Wonthaggy Tire Power, and not only does he own Wonthaggy Tire Power, and has done for 17 years, he's a football person. That's what I love to hear. Chris Baker, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Mate, thanks for having us. And I've got the barbecue going out the back. I see Rodney Gundrell's uh, cooking away. You got him working? <laughs> yeah, we're cracking the whip on Rod tonight. <laughs> I, I, um, I played all my junior footy with Rod. I was his captain. Up at up northern Victoria, Katunga, yeah, yeah, and taught him everything he knew, and, uh, and then we played <laughs> cricket together and everything. So we uh, went to primary school together. So it's, it's great that he's down this way now. We're able to connect, and now he's about to coach at Poowong. Yeah, he talks himself up a bit, Rodney. Yeah, he loves himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah he does. But he, um, <laughs> well, we, we tend to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, he he really loves himself though, and um, um, but he he knows. I taught him most things he knows, but are you you're going to give him time off for his coaching, or has he really got to work his butt off to to earn it? Well, he's, he has been coaching the thirds here at Wonthaggy for the last few years, um, and yeah, reluctantly I've had to work every Saturday while Rodney runs around having a great time coaching <laughs> oh. uh, the thirds boys, and yeah, you know, I get to stay at work and you know, flog myself to death. But yeah. well, he's coaching at two o'clock now. He can do the mornings. He'll be doing Definitely. every Saturday, Rodney, yeah. from here on in. Don't worry about that. <laughs> hey, speaking of footy, uh, Chris, you were the runner at 2013 Premiership at Killy Bass, and that was a brilliant side. Yeah. Was it three? They won all in? Three, yeah, yeah. 11, 12, and 13. Yeah, yeah. That's my claim to fame, the runner in the, uh, in the uh, Premiership well, side. But yeah. you, had some, you had some strange characters in that side. Yeah. Kale Burgles pops to Yeah, mine. Berg. Bergs is a good football. He kicked eight that day. Was a ripper, um, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. We had we had some really good football. Was that over here? Boys and, yeah, we played the grand final at the Wonthaggy Oval. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, we had some really good footballs. Tim Smith and um, Attenborough Boys and Ryan Fitzgerald. Jeez. Yeah, we had some really good footballs. Yeah. Um, were you one of those runners who would, 
relay word for word what the coach said, or would you um, add a few expletives, or would you have to remove them? Were you, what were you like as a runner? Uh, a bit more of a motivator than a coach sort of thing, so I'd, yeah, I'd sort of take it on my own to say what I wanted to say. <laughs> Forget what the coach said. Yeah, just, get the, <laughs> just get the message across. But the, the, one of the worst things it was being the runner under Dean Alga, Doodles, we affectionately call him, um, every time there was a blue, he'd send me out there to try and fix it up. You know, like, <laughs> those boys were a lot bigger than me back then. So, yeah. I'm trying to think because I coached Philip Island that mm. year, 2013. I'm trying to think of the you had a big fella at centre half back, I reckon, and he was a monster of a man. Or oh, that might have been 17. I can't remember. But we played just that year at Philip Island on Easter. Saturday? Saturday, yeah. And it's the biggest crowd, apart from grand finals, I've ever coached in front of. I could not believe that crowd that day. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, Come they, to see the runner, obviously. Yeah, that's right. They, they did. They touched us up, too. I think Bugles might have got himself, helped himself date that day. Yeah, he possibly did. He's <laughs> pretty handy forward. But, um, yeah, I can't remember. 2013. The Oh, sorry, but the... Um, the, the Easter games, they're always huge Aren't over they? there. And the, we used to have, when I say we, when I was back at uh, Killy Bass, yeah, it used to have it every Easter and it all fell apart for some reason and they play someone else now. But, yeah. You're going back to Killy Bass next season, aren't you? Well, I'm, I'm following my son. He's going to go there and play with a few schoolmates. Blake? Blakey boy. So um, he's going to be uh, in the thirds. So, yeah, I'll follow him down there and... Uh, Head back home, I suppose. Yeah, back, yeah. The daughter, Lexi, is she a netballer? She's a netballer. Going yeah. over too? Yeah, she's going oh, over too. All jump ship at one faggy. Yeah, she, um, she only nailed money, 11 yeah. goals in the practice match the other night, so she's going oh, all right. Oh, there we go, 11. They've, they've got Dad's height, clearly, as well, so they're uh, <laughs> probably a bit more mobile, I, I imagine. But uh, <laughs> Blakey but looks like a midfielder. Yeah, he's a uh, half-forward wing, yeah. sort of. Oh, yeah, he's a bit, a bit of, of a runner. runner. Got yeah. the endurance. Yeah, yeah, much... Unlike his father, yeah. yeah. How were you as a footballer, mate? Uh, ordinary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Welcome yeah. to the club, yeah. <laughs> Played in a tough comp, though. Where were you? Played at Montmorency oh, back there Valley. in the Diamond Valley League wow. yeah. many, many moons ago. So You have to have a gun in the boot to get in those gates. Yeah, pretty yeah. scary <laughs> stuff back then. You, you, you were living in Cranbourne, so what, why the move down to one thaggy? Uh, the business opportunity, really. Um, I got given a opportunity that I thought I'd never get again. Um and thought we'll just got to take the take the reins and jump in there and have a crack. So the first couple of years was really hard, um, but yeah, 17 years later we're here and yeah, family loves it. I was speaking to them before. Sounds like uh, you're all really enjoying living in the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love the country life. We were at Cape Patterson for 14 years or so, and what a spot. We, yeah, 12 months ago we moved up to Glenelvy. So yeah. A little bit of land and yep. sheds and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, so yeah. When, when you got out here, 17 years ago, Cranbourne was probably still a bit of a country town back then. Was it 17 years ago? Well, it ago? wasn't the Cranbourne that it is today, that's no, for sure. Isn't it? It's grown incredible. But it is out here too, I see, Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Chris. I was joking before when I talk about the potholes, mm. but there'd be a lot of people coming in because of these, wouldn't they? I reckon we would do... Well, there's one over there on the BMW, the odd wheel on the back. Yep. Um... <laughs> We wow. would do th- oh, three to five rim replacements a week Yeah, at the moment. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I was coming wow. home from Melbourne last night and it was um, it was nuts. It's, yeah. It is bad. I mean, having said that, I've been up in Deneliquin Hay. Uh, I've been everywhere in the last week. Uh, the roads were shocking. The road from 
Cranbourne out here today was very good. They've done a fair bit of work quickly by yeah, the looks of it. Bass always pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. very good. And you've got, yeah. got a McDonald's here that we always stop at there, Dan, chuck in a quick burger. Yeah. MC runs. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so. What, what deals have you got for us? Yes. Uh, well, you know, free ties for anybody that turns up today, really, <laughs> as you can imagine. No, <laughs> we've, um, we've currently got... Um, our four for three or 25% off, whatever you want to call it, uh, with uh, the Falcon brand, Falcon Wild Peak All-Terrain. You did say Falcon, didn't you? Falcon, yeah, yeah, Falcon. yeah I did say Falcon, um, <laughs> which are a fantastic tyre. I've got them on my own car. They're an incredible product. So that's on for the month of November, and uh, then there'll be another big deal with this great group we're involved with, Tire Power, for uh, December. So not sure what that is yet. We've got to go to the news headlines in a minute, but I've just seen the big sign in the window here, the show and and shine, and that's his mouthful, and swap meet. That looks like a ripper day. These are all the flash older cars, aren't they? Yes, yes. This is one of the things I run for the One Thank You Power Football Club, Football Netball Club. Um, uh, We've Neglected to mention them, but I'm currently still a vice president of one thing. Oh, sorry, oh. they don't realise he's about to defect. Oh, we've just dropped the bomb. <laughs> we've dropped the bomb here. But, Sad days of Gibbs, later. Actually, I can see the president coming down the street <laughs> as we speak. But, yeah, I run the car show for him. Um, yeah, fantastic club. Make, met some great friends and, yeah, run the show, car show for him every, every year. And it's a big event. Yeah, had 400 cars there last year. Wow. So, where is that? Yeah. That's at the Rec Reserve, yeah. So the Oval. They'd make a fair... Uh, donation out of mo- money out of that, wouldn't oh, it? Oh, it's our biggest fundraiser. It is, is yeah. it? Yeah, biggest fundraiser. So. Wow, that's uh, January 22nd. So it's right up around that good holiday time when there's a lot of people up here and then you've got Australia Day not long after it, so there'd be a hell of a lot of people around for it. Oh, the, the, the population nearly triples here during the holiday period. Yeah. Yeah, so it's sort of from Christmas Day to the end of January, yeah. We yeah. did a bit of radio out here, Dan, didn't we, for the old community station out of Invlock, 3MFM. We had a bit of fun out through One Thaggy. We remember the day we did... Kelvin Moore Day and out at uh, one of the clubs here and no one turned up. That was a Very well promoted, that one. We had an <laughs> AFL legend there and no one came. So that was good. But, uh, uh, absolute ripper. Hey, will you stay with us? Yeah, of course. Oh, good. We've got uh, Rod out there doing the work. Yeah, <laughs> Finally. Get, have a cup of Rod. Get the egg and bacon sandwiches going. We'll be uh, ready for them in a minute. We're just going to go to some news headlines and there's a lot going on in the world of sport. We're going to talk about a fair bit after the break with Chris and uh, we're going to talk about his beloved Saints and how they've been going and, and your ex club uh, my ex club I, ex- I did explain to him that Chris I've jumped l- ship he's lost a lot of respect I've jumped ship don't worry about Goodness that yeah. we'll be back after these short messages from the news headlines Harvey Norman Wonthag your local store for computers and electrical free click and collect available now this is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair uh, you're with Brad Sinclair and Dan, the Mad Eddie, and Chris Baker from One Thaggy Tire Power out here, 78 to 80 Watt Street, One Thaggy, get out here, have a, a look what's going on out here, say good day, and you might win yourself a, a football genius, a Peter Hudson storybook, give him a call too, 5672-5760, Chris, you're a Saints man. Yes, unfortunately, yeah. Not good. <laughs> no, well, I saw that we didn't have a choice really. My great grandfather played for him, old Herbie. So you know, blame Herbie for everything. What's his last name? Herbert Baker. Okay. Yeah, I think he played about I don't know three games. Yep. Um, was he as tough as Stevie Baker? He was a bad one. Yeah, no, Stevie was pretty handy, wasn't he? <laughs> he was a ripper. Yeah. So, 
No, I got stuck with the Saints, and yeah, unfortunately, I'm not um, not a trader unlike yourself. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, I'm unashamedly walked out. Don't worry about that. They sacked me in '84, Chris. <laughs> I'm just getting them back. <laughs> so, Brad so. Herb Baker, three games, 1910. St Kilda. You were seeing him play, Dan? Was he a good uh, player? Saw back him then? play. Um, <laughs> Keith Full. Uh, how well, how big was he? They don't even say how big he was, but uh, shaved head. Yeah, the hair's in the in the bloodlines. Did he go to World War One? Uh, I'm not quite too sure. My father can answer that. But yeah, he would have been yeah. in that ripe age, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Bloody Herbie. Yeah. There you go. So Did, we uh, one of our favourite um, our colleague colleagues uh, just lives up the road from where we're sitting right now. He does. Sammy yeah. Watson, our producer. Sammy Watson. Yeah, yeah. Very good friends with uh, Les and Jude and Sam. <laughs> Met them down at the Bass Footy Club in the early days. They're fantastic people. Um, Sammy, just a bit of a shout-out to Sam at the moment. He's a bit crook, so, mm. yeah, just w- wishing him all the best, him and Les and Jude. So, yeah, if he's uh, listening, we're thinking of you, mate. Yeah, get well, Sammy. Um, it's not good but uh, that you're crook, and hopefully you get well pretty soon. You're back, back at work and back on the park for the Panthers. Yeah, we need him out there in the ruck. He's a handy footballer, big Sammy. He's about was he about eight feet nine or something? Yes, he's he's a, we had him. He was he was uh, doing special comments for us during the year, one of the games out at Nyora, and we're in this little box, like a, an old timekeeper's box, and you know, whiz and I, four foot five, and that's stretching it. And Sam <laughs> had to duck his head to get in the door. He could, yeah, he's right. very tall, uh, big, yeah. great kid, great yeah, kid. Yeah, he's, good. A, he's a ripper. Get uh, well, mate. Get well. Yeah, get well, and let's see you back on. On this show too, Sammy would love to have hey, you so have a chat. The lady's just pocketed one of your wheels, and she's uh, done a runner. Is, is they are free today. She <laughs> heard. <laughs> she heard the shout out. That's a golf cart wheel, is it? <laughs> Sensational. Well, well, well whatever you can take. Whatever you uh, can that's take. That's a ride on mower. Is it's, it a ride on mower? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Good yeah. yeah. stuff. So we go from BMWs to ride on mowers to trolleys to trucks to whatever you want. Is it, you, any, anything you don't put a wheel. Wheel on? Um, the wife. I don't put a wheel on. <laughs> oh, wow. Hello. Wow. <laughs> yes. I oh, tried geez. getting her on too for uh, a chat, mate, but she wasn't up for it. I might see if I can get one put on the walking frame while I'm here. <laughs> hey, we've got to go to another break because it's that time of the morning. And when we come back, we're still going to be with Chris Baker because we want to talk a little bit more about local footy and one faggy type. Our get out here, 78 to 80 Watt Street, one faggy 5672-5760. We'll be back after these short messages. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free clip and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Uh, welcome back to Saturdays in Gippsland. You're with Brad Sinclair and Dan the Man Eddie and Chris Baker. We're out at Wonthaggy Tire Power, 78 to 80 Watt Street in Wonthaggy. It's all thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical free click and collect available now. Now, Chris, we were talking earlier that you're a St Kilda man. And how have you seen with the gang getting back together with Rossi Lyon? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm excited or... But certainly... Uh, Look, there's no doubt the bloke can coach. Um, yeah, so I think, yeah, it's a positive. I'm not really that thrilled of what they did to Rats. I liked Rats, but, um, yeah, Ross can coach, I suppose, and it's done and dusted now, isn't it? I can't change anything, so, yeah. I'm very much like you. I'm, I'm, But I'm an ex-St Kilda supporter. Yes. I'm now a Carlton supporter. Pizza. Yeah. 
Um, and I reckon, I'm with you. I, I, I think it's great that Ross Lyon is back. I really believe that. But, gee, I would, it's the main reason I've jumped ship. I'm just sick of him treating people like they treated rats. And it's, he's not yeah. the first. And he, oh, geez, I hope he's the last, though. Yeah, and the people making the decisions don't get held to no. much account, do they? They just get to keep making those decisions. Yep. And, uh, I think they've realised that uh, they need a bit of goodwill, and that's why we see Lenny Hayes and Robert Harvey and Brendan Goddard all back in the fold. That must be an exciting thing for a Saints fan. Oh, yeah, well, you know, they might even bring back Bruce Duperuzel or something, I suppose. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's exciting to have the old band back together. I mean, they were all my heroes in the early 20s, you know, mid-20s when they were... Uh, yeah. Playing good football and winning games, so yeah, yeah. yeah I think the, the I know it's going to happen. I've jumped ship. They'll win a premiership. They've won one since '66. They'll win one now. So it's probably a good thing I've done for them, Chris. Oh, I don't share <laughs> your optimism. <laughs> can you Go come and follow Essendon? Can you can you come follow Essendon for a year and then leave, Brad? We need we need some reason to start winning. Well, you just, you just want to play finals, don't? Oh, see, hey, while come we're on the bombers, uh, the young tipper's back. Yeah, I've got, there's one six-year-old at my house who's pretty excited. He would be. To have uh, Tipper back. Um, yeah, we'll see how it goes fitness-wise, whether he can get himself back to the level to play again. But uh, Spend it, a bit of time up here at Kippy Power. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very popular with young supporters, so that's a, that's a good thing for the kids. Yeah, I think that oh, I think it is too. Yeah. And it was sad that uh, the way he went out, like he, he wasn't in a good headset, uh, headspace. It yeah. sounds like he's pretty good now. Yeah, I reckon he's sort of... Sounds like he did a bit of travelling around and people were telling him how much he inspired them and I think that yep. got him motivated again too. So hopefully hopefully that's a good thing. We lost one of our ex-bombers. Uh, I see Connor McKenna's just signed with Brisbane. Yes. Which is a huge another big get for them because they picked up Dunkley and they've picked up uh, Gunston. It's what, a, back in the day, what is going on with footballers? Like, they, they're on... Oh, I hate saying this, but they're on big money... And they go, ah, you know what? I've had enough. I'm going to walk away. And then in a year or two, I'm coming back. How does that, how does that work with the draft? And I, don't, I can't get my head around how it actually works. How that's allowed to happen. Once and back in the day, been? if you left, you were gone. See ya. Yeah. What about the young kids? It's taking a young kids' yep. opportunity, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Up yeah. and coming. Yeah. They obviously think that they're very close to a premiership. So these guys are. Yeah. To tip them over the edge at Brisbane. Aren't they? Well, you said off air before the show. Uh, about what Brisbane have got now yeah, through the midfield. Yeah, to get Gunston and, and yep. Dunkley. I mean, Dunkley's a huge get. Yep. Gunston's obviously near the end. But um, if Brisbane aren't uh, in at least a prelim final next year, they'll be pretty disappointed. So I think the, the cap would be pretty full at the moment up there. Oh, wouldn't it? What? Speaking of Brisbane, yeah. the women win last night. 7-4-46, defeated the Crows 3-5-23. They had a 4 unanswered goal second quarter the Lions and they'll host the grand final and they'll take on either Melbourne or North Melbourne in the season seven decider out at Icon Park 310 today that is the other game Melbourne take on North should yeah, be a big one looks like the grand final will probably be at Springfield facility Brisbane the new one new one about 40 k's out of the city in Brisbane so uh, that's got ticked off for playing and uh, is your daughter considered the, the women's footy or is it just netball? No, it's just netball at the moment but um, you never know. She's got a bit of mongrel in her. So she oh, might, yeah. Yeah. She's got mum's... Uh, yeah, she's got, yeah, she's yeah. got a bit more Clark in her than Baker. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I see the father-in-law's pulled up oh, over dead. there, yeah, Mel's he's just, he's, father. Yeah, he's just throwing rocks at me at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Who's he, 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 he married for? Uh, Jeffrey's a bomber. 
A bomber. Yeah. Dan. Good to see you. He's a man after your own heart there, yeah, the bomber. I noticed he's he's turned up for a couple of free tyres for the uh for the walker, I've noticed. So <laughs> yeah. we gotta f- we gotta hurry up here so Chris can get few, to work. A few comments I could say there, but I'll think I'll Leave that alone. Bombers. The bombers. Yeah, I think oh, you might throw. Hey, at least at he's a diehard like me. What, what are you? I you jump can't, ship. You can't have a crack at anyone not, anymore. Not the first time I've jumped ship either, Chris. No, no, I believe so. Oh, I've <laughs> had a go at a few sides, but you think I'd take on the side that wins the premiership? I keep going losers. Yeah. Geelong. Why wouldn't I jump on Geelong? What do you think? What do you think of the grand final this year, Chris? I the watched Cats. it until oh, I reckon five minutes into the third quarter. <laughs> Hoping and waiting and hoping for something to happen from yeah. the Sydney Swans' point of view, yeah. and it didn't. They were good, though, weren't they, the Cats? Oh. Clinical. No, no one was going to beat them. Unbelievable team, yeah. yeah. A bit like Carlton in 95, where they had a lot of older players, but they just clicked. Yes, the Saints um, beat them that year. Yes, that's, they did too. Hey, you see them, uh, speaking of Geelong, Gary Ablett Jr. played up for Palmerston in Darwin last night with Matty Stokes, local Phillip Island coach Cam Pedersen. Uh, their captain Jamie Yule normally plays, but he's still getting over that hand injury. We spoke to him earlier in the year. I assume they, they won. Uh, they won easily. They beat St Mary's, <laughs> apparently. I don't see them losing a game. <laughs> They've got a few. They'll be some blue. I, I think Gary Ablett Jr. just playing the one game. Uh, uh, I don't know how he we went. I, in the break, I might have a look on, on how he went, but imagine rolling up at Kelly Bass and Gary Ablett Jr.'s. Would you get them all in if he was there playing? <laughs> you wouldn't get them all in, would you? No. <laughs> It'd be unbelievable. Absolutely not. Yeah, we right. covered a game for Channel 31. You guys had Aaron Davey. Uh, I reckon that was back in about 2015 at Kelly Bass. Yeah. Aaron Davey, um, Wanamary, and the big fella that got Jarrah? himself. Yes, Liam, Liam Jarrah. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't there then, Massive but I remember crowd. reading it in the paper. and yeah. the smoking ceremony before yep. the game. Yep. Massive day it was. We've yeah. we spoken to Rod, in the, Rod Gundrell in the past about this, but the... The challenge of um, um, retaining young footballers these days is a bit bit harder than it used to be. Do you, you find that even just through Wani and, and now Killy? Oh, absolutely. You know, like, um, well, I've been involved now with local footy since I've been down here for 15 to 16 years, and, you know, money involved in, in local footy was initially for travel. Uh, you know, yeah. blokes that were living yeah, yeah, uni yeah. or that sort of stuff, and it started off as just travel money sort of stuff, and now it's just... I mean, yeah, money is really uh, nearly ruining country football. Is, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is, and it's it's no, it's there's no end to it. It's not going to stop until some what, some of these clubs just say, "No, nah, we're not doing it. We're not doing it." Oh, I think there are a few. I know of a few that are, are heading down that path. I'll be interested to talk to Rod if that's where Puwong's going, because I know that you were talking to him going over as an assistant coach. That would have set him back 50 yeah, large. Well, they didn't have enough money for me, so... <laughs> well, yeah, no, Rodney's paying his players heaps. He's, I'm, tipping, <laughs> I'm tipping in a fortune there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't poke your head out, Rod. Get back to work, mate. Uh... Hey, I'll tell you what, um, during the week, uh, tennis, want to talk some tennis. Djokovic uh, is going to be back for the Australian Open in January. Which is around time, around the same time as the show and shine swap meet over at. Uh, you can do the show Long and then go get home for the TV and watch the tennis yeah. that night. Now, we didn't think he'd ever be back after the way. Oh, what I'm going to do, after I'll get the way you. He was marched out of the country. Yeah, I'll get your comments on that, and we'll just have a listen to what Djokovic had to say during the week on thanking the Australian government. You know, last year obviously left left a bitter taste in, in, in you know with me and you know my family and everybody but uh, I'm very happy and uh, want to thank the Australian government for 
removing the ban and allowing me, granting me the visa to, to enter Australia. Yeah. So yeah, what did well, you think of all that? Uh, it was pretty messy at the time, wasn't it? I, we, we had border rules, but obviously he'd been ticked off by someone that he could come in, because so, you wouldn't have flown him here. So it was embarrassing on our part, I thought, at the start that we've let him fly here and then put him through all that. We should have just said no from the outset. That was really strange. But at the same time, I thought, why are we just so desperate to get him here? There's a million other... Um, get back to work, Rodney. Uh, there's a million <laughs> other tennis players coming out that are all brilliant. Why did we have to bust our guts to get this guy in the gate? It doesn't... At the end of the day, it didn't matter. It was a great tournament. But, you know, the rules are fine now. He can come in, so I don't see any issue with it now. I, I don't, but Chris, do you reckon he'll get booed? He's fuming. Chris is fuming. Will he, will <laughs> we're very we, angry. <laughs> will he get booed? Because we, we're pretty good at that. Ah, uh, that's interesting, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think he's the most loved character anyway, no, is he, really? That's what I thought. Um, yeah, so... That's yeah, true. Quite, quite likely, yeah. I reckon he get booed. I reckon he will. Yeah, but I, I reckon he will. I agree, it was a bloody mess at the time, wasn't, wasn't it? It, it was yeah. embarrassing how it was yeah. done. Why would you fly a bloke out here? No. Cricket. Now... I want to talk about this. The Poms touched us up in the T20 final. We get them in the first one day, a few days later, so they're all linked up. They're all, yeah. They've been partying and the Poms yeah. are in a pretty ordinary state, uh, hung over. Steve Smith come out and said that it was probably the closest to perfection he's ever batted. Now, we've seen a few of Jeez. his innings, and they've been too. incredible. I missed it, but oh. I want to watch it. Yeah. But this is what he had to say. Uh, during the week. Smith has 50 in his eyes. Jordan bowls to him, stands upright, carves the ball out through point, has one, looks to come for the second, and that is a rich half century for Steve Smith. It has been an innings full of promise for the summer to come. Three to win from 20 balls. Milan up to the crease and bowls, and Smith does go up and over the top of mid-wicket. He finishes it with a six. Australia do it easy. They win by six wickets with 20 balls to spare. And Stephen Smith, 80 not out at the end. Nah, just uh, standing a lot stiller, not moving as much. Every now and again if I kind of want to, but keeping myself side on. And I think when I'm playing like cover drives like those one and getting my weight back through the ball, that's when I know I'm hitting them well. So I just felt like I was moving a bit far and getting a bit front on and it was just limiting a few areas I could score and um, just wasn't feeling overly comfortable, but um, no, I feel feeling good at the moment. Yeah, I'll make sure I have a look at the footage uh, during the week on that. They, they say it was absolutely brilliant. I've never heard him speak like he did about an innings. He's normally pretty subdued and laid back. But he did say it was as close as perfect you'll ever see. You know, SEM, we're very lucky to have the number one sports commentator in the land in Jared Waitley, and what a great call that was of his innings. Yeah, he's the man to have on the big moments, isn't mm. he, Jared? Uh, were you a cricketer, mate? Did you? Yeah, played a bit of cricket. Yeah, um, much like my football career, ordinary. But, um, <laughs> um, yeah, played. Uh, where did I play? Elfham. Hmm. Yep. Yep. Back in the day. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Fast bowler. Not much of a bat, but yeah. Now my son's taken over and he's playing A grade down here. So. Oh wow! All right, mate. That uh, that is fantastic to have you here today and us to have you uh, being here today. 
And for just his sponsorship in general has been sensational. Yeah, absolutely incredible. We're out here at Tyre Power Wanthaggy, 78 to 80 Watt Street in Wanthaggy. Thanks for joining us, Chris. Thanks very much we'll, for having me. We'll uh, talk to you during the day. We might even come over for one of the snags that uh, Rod's got going over there after Free tyres too. show. Free tyres. <laughs> Get down here. Thanks very much, Chris. And we'll be back after these short messages. I love Slim Dusty was the next to go when he tried to lift Peter Taylor over mid-wicket. And once again, a beautiful catch taken by Stephen Wall. Whoa, 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 what is he good for? Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Welcome back to Saturdays in Gippsland. Out here at Wonthaggy Tire Power with Brad Sinclair and Dan the Man Eddie at 78 to 80 Watt Street, Wonthaggy. Give Chris and Mel Baker a call, 5672-5760. Or better still, drop in and say good day and win yourself a book. Peter Hudson book, uh, football genius. Now, Dan, we said at the head of the show that you ran into uh, just a special sort of cricketer back in the day. Who was it? Yeah, I grew up uh, mesmerised by watching this bloke bowl and uh, in tandem with another fast bowler. But it was a Makram from Pakistan, wasn't he? A, oh, a frightful sight quick. for a batter. And when you had him and Waka Yunus coming in together, it was scary. So there's a new um, there's a new book out. He's, uh, Wasm's finally told his story. So it's called Sultan. He's written it with uh, the great Gideon Haig. Um, so they did a book launch last night at South Yarra. Gideon plays at the... The Yarra's there um, on the on the river, Como Park. Beautiful yeah. spot. Yeah. So we had it upstairs there and wasn't was in fine form. It was, was he? It was pretty cool to be able to meet the great man. I remember when I played cricket facing a left arm. I didn't like facing left arm bowlers that uh, moved it away from me yeah. with a bit of bounce around that sort of chest height. He was the king of that. And, and I'm talking blokes in the paddock cricket that I faced. This yeah. guy was incredibly <laughs> super quick, wasn't he? Yeah, and he really... He explained the role that Imran Khan played as as his captain, and it was unbelievable. He'd, he'd go to bowl a certain ball, and Imran would say, no, 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 I want you to pitch it here. It's got to cut in this height, and you watch what happens. And sure enough, he'd hit the spot and wick it. And it was, it was unbelievable the amount of times that happened for him. So Imran could read the game like no one else, and Wazim was the same. But he spoke a lot about the politics that went on in Pakistan, and um, that was... That is a reason alone to buy the book because um, he was there when all the match fixing was on. It was uh, Incredible. Amazing. Would have been great to be there. We're going to go to the 11 o'clock news. And when we come back from the news out here at Wonfaggy Tyre Power, we're going to speak to the Poo coach who works here at Wonfaggy Tyre Power, Rod Gundrell. Your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Welcome back to Saturdays in Gippsland. We're out here at a one Thaggy Tire Power 7880 Watt Street, One Thaggy. You're listening on 91.3 SEN Track Southwest Gippsland, 91.9 
SEN track Latrobe Valley and you can also listen live on the SEN app and at sen.com.au and don't forget you can catch up on every interview or the full show wherever you get your podcasts. All thanks to our great friends just up the road at a little Dan Eddy left foot drop punt at the Harvey Norman on Thaggy, the local store for computers and electrical. Cool, free click and click now, Dan. Oh, well, it's good on the left, actually. Um, wasn't stylish, but effective. Uh, Jeff here, I noticed, uh, I was just speaking, uh, one of his rallies is uh, Matthew Clark, a Greyhound trainer, well-known uh, Greyhound trainer, so uh, shout out to him. Yeah, I uh, spent a little bit of time in the you Greyhound. You love the dish lickers. I had, I've had several <laughs> dogs and... Uh, oh, where are we going here? No, <laughs> I've had several Greyhounds, not one of them was any good and they ended up fodder. i tell you what, my trainer, did I give it to him, he was no good, no good he was, absolutely no good. Everything you jump on. Oh, I have to get out to Matthew you. Clark and have a word. To him. Yeah. Hey, it's time to have a chat to the new Poo coach who's just black and blue from dirty job changing tyres, Dan. That's not me. I don't like dirt. No, you're not, no not a lot of calluses on your hands. I'll is tell there, you rods are hard. Rods are hard. And look at that. It, this man likes dirt because he's in and under. He's a hard coach and he's got them dirty already. They've started. Rod Gundrell, the new Poo coach. How are you? Good, mate. Yourself? I'm good. How's it all going? Going well. So two sessions in now and we nearly had 30 the first night and good mid-20s again the second one. That's pretty so. good for November. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and plenty of new faces as well. So, yeah, it's, it's going it's well. has been working the phones, Brad. Working the well, I have heard we can't give away names, but he's been working the phones. I've heard he's working the phones, and others are working the phones and as well. Bringing him back, he's co- <laughs> not everyone's happy with him working it's the phones. The coach but, and uh, caper, isn't it? I'm, yeah. I remember one club I coached. I think we just raped Sale Footy Club and took about half their premiership side <laughs> over the club that I coached. And now you're sending me there next week to yes, do a, a uh, show. Thanks, you you up. Yeah, thanks Notice a lot. Notice I'm for that. not going next week. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Now, Rod, how's the ground looking? It's a beautiful ground. I love the Poolong surface. Yeah, it is beautiful. Really nice ground. Looking good. Um, yeah, it is. It sucks up the moisture really well. So, yeah. We caught good. a fair bit of the footy there this year. My favourite player, unashamedly, in the competition you've got, Hazen Donk in the middle. I've never seen a guy at this sort of level footy that is a midfielder, hard, low to the ground, small, but kicks at 60-plus. They're yeah, worth their weight in gold in the he's middle. He's a great asset, isn't he? He's, he's a ripper. Is he training? He has. He's yeah. been training and, uh, yeah, he's pocket punch, isn't he? He's oh. so small. And, but, yeah, he's um, yeah, he's great. And he's got, great around the group too. So He's yeah. got a pretty good ruckman beside him in Cunningham. He does, yeah. He's kept him. Yes, he's on board again. Beautiful. So, yeah. It's a good midfield you got there, mate. You've walked we've, into a pretty good midfield, haven't we've you? We've retained a, a lot of them. Uh, there's about four or five blokes over 30 that we've lost. Um, but they're all the recruits that we've got so far, sort of 19, 20, 21. So it's going to be a young list. We're just sort of going through a potential round one just the other night side, yep. and there's sort of 15 to 17 blokes from 24 and under. We had so, a fair bit of tragedy there this year yeah. too. The young fella passing away in a car accident, we called that week. And yep. um, your, your president, Ted Attenborough, is a ripper. He, he kept that club together through that time. Yeah, yeah, he did well. So, um, it, yeah, and there's been a few other young blokes that were, were friends with that young fella that um, are going to come back on board this year, whether it's reserve level or senior level. So, yeah, it's good. We had a good midfield back up at Katunga Swanies, mate, didn't we? We had Matty Fleet and we did. Clayton Harris, his birthday today, yeah. Clary. Um uh, who else we have? Brad Sheen at one point yep. and Nick Howden and Ryan Pease. It was yeah. amazing <laughs> junior team. No wonder we what? played in seven grannies in a row. Yeah, but right. I was Rod's captain, as I, um, as anyone who asks 
well, they actually don't even need to ask. I I tell them that I taught him everything he knew, and and then he was cricket captain. Rob, I think Rob might have been my cricket captain when I won the batting average. Bab, you won't say what the figure was, but I won the batting average that year, opening. So taking the hard, taking the shine off, so that Rod can come in and hit his fifties. Um, uh, and uh, one time, the first time he ever threw me the ball, I. I'd never bowled in the, you know, other than at home where I dominated in the backyard at home, but um, I'd never actually done it with a cricket ball. Okay, so I've come in, we were getting flogged and no one could get a wicket, so he threw the, the trash on just for fill a bit of space and um, took two wickets in the first two balls and I thought, this is the easiest game in the world. So I thought, I'm going to mix this up and go around the wicket and Rod's just looked at me and I bowled a wide on a hat-trick and then uh, Rod's just said you go back over the wicket <laughs> I ended up taking four for nine that day four for nine yeah, yeah. so he, he didn't bowl me again after that but did you um, tell Wazamakram about this I should have I, yeah I should have I taught uh, I taught a lot of people everything they know but um, no but we had a great time junior sport but growing up Katungaway yeah. wasn't yeah. it just an amazing it was awesome yeah very successful both football and cricket like there was a period there for, a ten year period there with cricket and footy we were in nearly every grand final weren't we just yeah. You know, it was one stage that we won 102, 103 games straight. You know, wow. the culture was really good. Now, Rod, I, I hear that you had a bite at trying to get Dan over as an assistant coach. I did. Simple question. Didn't have enough coin to get him? No, I'm sorry, I didn't. No. <laughs> that no. is true, actually. That is fact, that piece. <laughs> well, no, we didn't have enough. No. Nah. Uh, no, nah, all good. Um, yeah. Just That's... do a bit of fundraising this year, and I might yeah. be able to get across next year. That's <laughs> what, speaking of... <laughs> Speaking of fundraisers, the big one tomorrow, yeah. the Wong Little Market. So yes. I'll be there flipping some what, burgers. Where are you at at the Wong Footy Ground? Oh, what yep. time's that? Get uh, I think it's from ten till two. Yep. Yeah. What, what's going on? There? Just yeah, like just a, a market. Yeah, type market. Yep, just yeah, little market. So a heap of stalls. Um, yeah, everyone get there and good things. These, and treasure and food. I love these footy clubs. Like we were talking before about the show and shine and swap meet that one faggy doing and Wong doing a a, 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 tra- a Treasure, market. treasure market, and I'll tell you what, going into that ground, Dan, it's a, it, I love the ground. Yeah. You just drive in, we called out, I reckon we called, might have called there four or five times this year out there, it was just so happens that that's what happened, but they get a good crowd in there, mm. the bloke on the gate is an absolute legend, the, he's the nicest bloke. He's not and one he, of those gate Nazis, he's no, really strict. And, no, no, he's all right. absolute ripper, but you don't get through unless you buy a raffle ticket, yeah. that's, that's what I like, <laughs> yeah. that's what I like, that's how you make your money in those sort of clubs, and Rod's on about it. 50 large apparently, oh, so they're gonna, no. it's a few markets and <laughs> raffle tickets at the gate. Yeah, I, think, I think all the snag money tomorrow goes straight in his pocket too, because Alicia doesn't come cheap at home, does she? No. She likes the finer things in life. So. I guess we better hit tie power one thaggy up for a yes. mate sponsor, eh? Good idea. They haven't, they're not on board yet? <laughs> no, well, we better get them on board. Seriously, Chris, what are you doing? <laughs> we'll, we'll have a chat to Mel because I think she's the one that pulls the strings. First coat. <laughs> oh, oh, Rod's been cold inside. That's enough. Yeah. If he wants the sponsorship, he's got to actually start working for it. First senior coaching gig? Yes. You'd be champion of the bit. I am. Get, mm. Yeah, ready to go. To get so. involved. And it's been a while because you've been involved in junior organisations and representative squads and all that sort of thing yep. for a long yep. time. Yeah. Um, and probably the good thing about our squad too, like as I said before, like the majority of these blokes are under 24 or under, so it's good for me. It's not such yep. a big... Scary transition. Um, So, yeah, majority of them are young, so it's still like coaching a lot of juniors anyway, so which is good. So, yeah. Did did the town come out 
um, like were the locals interested in who this weird new bloke was when you had your meet the coach night, or was it just a player thing? No, there was a few there on last for a couple of Friday nights ago. Yeah, yeah. so it was good, good support. Um, yeah, it's, it's been really good. So good yeah. to hear, mate. Um, and Fiona and Ben been down to see you yet from the pub? Uh, I've been to see them. Yeah, good. <laughs> they got so, plenty of cash. So, yeah, uh, I, um, I've had a meal there already. Yeah, good feed. So I'll good go feed. and keep supporting them. It's beautiful feed. I used to work the bar there. Ah, yeah. there you go. Yeah, so, I used to work the room too. Free drinks there too. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> Chris Doria, um, he was really good to work with when we did uh, some media with him last year and he, was, he did something that in their final, they were down and out in their final out at Nyora. And they were struggling. They were getting touched up by Alan Bank. He's an on-playing coach. He comes out with the side after half-time and runs out with them in street clothes. Oh, and yeah. runs the warm-up. And I thought it no was a real sign of leadership yeah. that that guy showed. That I was a big, big fan of uh, Chris. I thought he did a, a really good job because I know they weren't great getting great numbers to training and because of where they're situated, yeah, yep. where the players were and all yep. that sort of thing. Is he still going to be involved in any way, shape or form? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, as far as I know, I don't think so. Yep. so but and yeah. so the brother won't play? Uh, no, I think he he's had a good year maybe retiring. So, okay. Yeah. Big harms. He's gone back to Devon yep. Meadows. Yeah, we've lost him, uh, Jaden Sullivan. Yep. Um, and I think Jed Benham as well. So the other one that Good backman. Had yeah. a good season, so, Jed. Hey, but there might be a couple of... But we've got a couple of signings coming this week. A couple of young Karen blokes. Barra, are you? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, don't stir the Don't bar. tell the president there. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, no. only serious, <laughs> Pato. <laughs> Um, no, so from elsewhere, but um, yeah, so and there's, there's still a couple in the pipelines too, so and yeah. they, they could be yeah, exciting stuff. too, just yeah. quietly, but yeah. good stuff because yeah. they don't need a lot. No, no. I, I rate the midfield yeah. as good as any finish? midfield Where do you reckon? Oh, uh, until I know who they've recruited. The one I'll be brutally honest, the one that they've lost is say the forward Harmsy, he's, he's at the closer to the end than the start, so I. He's a good player, but I don't think that's a huge loss up forward. They've got the best ruckman as, and, and well, in the best three ruckman in the competition. They've got the best midfielder in the competition, and they swap through there with some. And they've got a great back half. They were the, the they were the hardest to score against this Third year. Hardest. This year, yeah, yeah, yeah right. They yeah. were well, really good, yeah. and and we're talking um, young, and there's a lot to like about them. I, I think I think they'll be up there if they can recruit a key forward. And get a key hey. forward there. Yeah. They get the ball in there enough, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, that's right. We just yeah need some more keys up front, so yeah. some more tools. Um, I see just Neerham yesterday just announced their 21 is re-signed again too for next year. Neerham South's 20. Well, why yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. And so, another coach that's really done a good job out there as well and well-liked, um, the big fella. Hey, I can see a, a budding young keeper key position player standing right in front of me here young uh, young Blake might be a chance to <laughs> get him over from um, they've just poached him from bloody Ron Faggy to yeah, kill Gunder nah, Basket you can just keep driving drive past and just keep going oh. to pretty Poo Wong and you might get a game I need a runner too Baker yeah, yeah that's true <laughs> Oh, <laughs> he's put it on call. the boss. Yeah, that's a good call, actually. He's put it on the boss. And I, I, I do need another runner. He's just yeah. shut tyre power early, <laughs> and <laughs> there he goes. He's still, still fit and firing, too, isn't he? Uh, we better take a break, guys. Another break. Can we stay with us uh, for a little bit there? Uh, Ready? All good. Oh, Chris isn't too happy, but uh, no, bugger him. We'll just stick around, mate. Yeah. I'm your captain again here. Yeah, we'll yeah. Just take a quick break, and after the break... 
we will still have Rod Gundrell with us. And our favourite segment of the show, Rod, is Hot or Not. And that all comes up after these short messages. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. It's hot, real hot. That's hot, that's hot, that's hot, that's hot. That's hot. This is hot. It's so damn hot. Not. I love this. It's our favourite time of the week, this one, Roddy. Dan, you kick us off. And the women around this. Uh, crowding around this table, I reckon there's someone we're talking to who's pretty hot too, just quietly. Oh, um, ready? Got the great Rod Gundrell here. Ready? Hello. The guy who <laughs> I, I taught a lot Roddy about. Roddy does all right, does he? Uh, he does all right, yeah. No, Look out, Poo He's been, uh, it's rare these days, but he's been met, childhood sweethearts, still very, I assume, oh. happily married, but still yes. living in the same house anyway. Uh, Alicia, I grew up with her as well. I used to date her sister, actually, Brad, and then she dumped me, but... Um, <laughs> But we've remained. Is this a hot or not? Terms. Is it? No, no, sorry. I was just. I was. I was about to put the shout out. If anyone's single in one thirty, I'm looking. But um, hey, just before hot and knots coming up, I'm just going to say just one thing. I well, just. I it just started. I know. I was just going to delve a bit further. We're talking about um, Chris's love for St Kilda and how it's doomed him for life of misery, and uh, he should have known from a, from a young kid that uh, his his grandfather or great grandfather Herb. Baker, who played three games for St Kilda in 1910, all losses. Is that hot or not? <laughs> well, that would have been uh, pretty... That's not. Wouldn't have been great around Marabin, but uh, hot or not. Brad, yesterday I was in Melbourne. Um, you can answer this. Um, and I, I did pay a fair bit just locally, actually, today. But uh, in Melbourne yesterday, I uh, sat down for a coffee. I was killing a bit of time before I went to see the great Wazza Macram. And... Uh, I'll have a large cappuccino, thanks, in Laurent, in Turak. Oh. I don't, I don't go and I've been there. I go straight to the Turak. They have the best cakes of all time. And this bloke's asking for a pay rise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right near the corner of Turak Road and Punt, uh, Chapel Street. Uh, somewhere like that. Yes. And he, uh, there was no pricing up on the wall, and she um, she smiled and said, seven twenty-five, thanks. What's the question? Is that hot or not to pay yeah, seven twenty-five yeah, for a coffee? Have you lost what we do here? You've no, that's the question. That's yeah. the question. That's not hot. Uh, some people nah, you might be. No. I know Brad gets some pretty. Uh, Rod gets decent cash here, too, uh, and it is cash in hand, tax man, too. So oh, uh, <laughs> I just noticed, too, Rod, Chris has got um, just, uh, what do you call it? Uh, instant coffee. Yes. What's going on there? And it's the. What's what's that really ordinary one? The real fine grain stuff? The cheapest thing you can oh, get. Um, instant Tastes Nescafe. like Yarra. No, no, less than that. Is it worse? Uh, it tastes like you've zipped it out of the Yarra. Hey. <laughs> instant roast. That's it. Instant yeah. roast. <laughs> roast. No, no, you used to have that. The big round awful. tinge and there's floaties of sugar in it. And yeah, it just clumps. It's been there for 15 years. He bought it when he moved in. Um, hey, Rod, have you, has Rod got a hot or not? Have you got anything topical that. Happen. Hot or not? Not what's not hot, I reckon, is Budweiser, sponsor of the Soccer World Cup. But is that yet, hot or not? You're not allowed to drink it in there. Oh, that's they not. They have hot. banned it. Do you reckon that's hot or not, Brad? No, that's uh, not. Would you, if you'd no. pay for it, you love it. I wouldn't drink American <laughs> beer anyway. Don't worry about that. Hey, what? Do you reckon this is hot or not? The Chinese marathon runner chain-smoked the entire race, old Uncle Chen, and he did it in three and a half hours. He did. He just had him in his mouth the whole time. He 
<laughs> YouTuber, you got to uh, just look it up, Google him. Uh, I thought it was someone who made up a meme, but he actually did the race, just puffing as he's running. Not, not, not in the hand, just in the mouth the whole time running. How many did he smoke through the Well, whole... three and a half hours. Oh, um, he would have gone through a couple of packs of Winnie Malcolm Reds. Blight would have got through about four packs. <laughs> but what do you reckon that's hot or not? <laughs> it's, it's a well, we got line. kids here, so I have got to say not. But oh, geez, uh, I reckon that's hot. For my mate's a pretty heavy smoker. Stop I really it. loving it. You're hot. <laughs> He, he's do, just taking up running. If you can do a marathon in three and a half hours with Gatorade in you, I reckon you're doing all right. But if you're puffing four away packs on a Winnie Reds, well, that is unbelievable. You got any more? No, nah, that was pretty hot. Uh, that, yeah, that's, oh, that's, that's a, not sorry. That's not, a short not. hot or not? But um, that, oh, that we've is, touched on the key topics of the day. Well, um, oh, well, I've got one more. Okay, is this hot or not? They're usually when, not, because he's usually just having a whinge. When you go to get your car serviced, or, or tyres changed, like free tyres, and you get in there and there's a big can of instant roast coffee <laughs> with sugar floating around in there, do you think that's hot or not? I'm not commenting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, don't worry about that great. one faggy tyre power. You, come here, you don't come here for a coffee. You come here for the best wheels and tyres at 78 to 80 Watt Street. One faggy Chris and Mel Baker. Been here for 17 years. Give them a call, 5672-5760. You'll get out here and you'll be a chance to have a wonderful coffee. Been a great sponsor of our show, hasn't he? And, uh, who'd want to SEN sponsor this show? I don't know, but uh, we really do appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. SEN in general. SEN in general, biggest, yeah. Biggest. Big, big Chris and Mel, we love uh, biggest. what you've done for us. So. Hey, so, uh, Roddy, we'll keep going along the track of Poo Wong. Uh, you're, you're in a position there where you're in the middle of uh, Nyora and Carrumburra football clubs, and up the other way is Allen Bank must be hard to recruit to a club that I've always thought that because players have got to drive past several footy clubs to get to Poowong. Yep. So you've got to have that point of difference, don't you? It is. And, it, and, and with our recruiting that we've gone about so far this year, it's more about giving blokes opportunity, as I said, opportunity for senior football. So those blokes that haven't been getting that at their other clubs, yep. they don't care where they're going. They yep. want that opportunity. So it doesn't matter if it's at Poowong. Yeah, wherever. So how, how do you sell travel. it? How do you sell it? Oh, wearing Collingwood jumpers. Just look at it. <laughs> yeah, how do you good. sell that? He's an Adonis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get the netballs in, then the footballs will follow. The that's, netballs are going to flock in. That's right. <laughs> that's why you wanted me there. Yeah. So you follow the Hawks? Yes. Going all right. Done yeah. all right over yeah. the years. I don't know. Yeah. You see how many premierships you've seen? You said uh, in the break. Yeah, nine since I've been born. Wow. So. I mean, I mean, you, you would have seen a fair uh, few too. Four. Four. Yeah. You know how many I've seen of the Saints? Uh, <laughs> Me and Chris seen Zip. Really? <laughs> haven't seen... And that's well, between years. I was born in 64, but I can't... Re- I was back for Carlton at that stage. Ironically, though... How did you change teams? Uh, I went and had a run at the Saints and the Twos, uh, and they sacked me. So I the, sacked them, Rod. Because he dominated Saints Disco on a oh, Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dominated yeah. Got myself Saints in a lot of trouble there, don't worry about that. <laughs> Fell but down the stairs a few times. You'd actually but. be surprised if you go through the stats from, say, 90 through to today, Saints have had one of the best winning records in that time. But, yeah, but obviously no silverware. But they actually have been competitive in that period. That that begs the question, too. A lot of people rate success on premierships. Now, you're a senior coach now at Poowong. Surely we don't rate success at this level on premierships, do we? No, we don't. What are we rated on? What we're doing for the players? Yeah, just that. Just development in the group. Yeah. Development for the player. Become better people. And Yeah, better people, better players. Yeah, all yeah. that. It's not always 
like premierships are nice, don't get me wrong, but it's not just all about that. Yeah. You've got to develop footballers and develop people as well. So The other thing I of it. really appeals to me at uh, Puwok, Dan, and they... The pub. They, well, they actually made a song about it in on the Channel 31 local footy show, The Cows on the Hill. Oh. When you're sitting there, there's all these cows on the hill. And if you're a city boy, you go out and watch the... They made a song, The Cows on the Hill, and it's very, very funny. <laughs> uh, Steve, if you're listening, you're back in the studio. If you can find that in yeah, the next that'd be, hour, that'd get be it up. sensational. We're going to go to the 11th Tell hour. him he's dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> Steve <laughs> switched off. He's working as hard as Rod today. Tell him he's dreaming. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you get out there at training. Do you ever... I know this is not a f- smart question for a coach to answer, but do you stand back and have a look up on the hill? And I do. Look? You yep. do? Yep. It is picturesque, yeah, it isn't is. it? It's oh, a good. beautiful little spot. I'm glad you do, yeah. because I think you get into a... Alan Banks, another ground in this competition that yeah. I find really yeah. picturesque. There's a lot of picturesque grounds. Yeah. Yeah. Like even Yarrigan there, look at the hills in the background yep. as well. and that. Like yeah. It's, yeah, there's a lot of picturesque grounds. It is. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what's the pass mark that you've placed on yourself this year uh, next year there's, there's no premiership la- or bust yeah no Ooh. there's no ladder position there's no we're not going to set anything like that I think it's more about just developing the group uh, as I said they're a pretty young group so we've got to we'll, you know, work on that So you stay with us yep. right now we might just take uh, the Chris news headlines Chris is saying no but we'll Mel's giving a nod so we're going with Mel we'll come back after that we'll stick with Rod Gundrell the Poo Wong coach and expert tyre fitter out at Wonfaggy <laughs> Tyre Power <laughs> Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Uh, welcome back to Saturdays in Gippsland on 91.3 SEN Track Southwest Gippsland and 91.9 SEN Track Latrobe Valley. You can also listen live on the SEN app. Don't forget sen.com.au. You can also listen that way. Podcast will be up of the show today. It's all thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. We're out here at 78 to 80 Watt Street. All thanks to Wonthaggy Tire Power, Chris and Mel Baker. We've got Rod Gundrell with us and Dan the Man Eddie, of course. I wonder if Wiz is having a good day on the golf course today, Brad. It serves him right. For- cold. Sending me out here to do this. Um, uh, what I will say, uh, I, I have heard from a reliable source that uh, on the speakers all around the hospital here at Wonthaggy, uh, because Alicia works there and she's there right now actually working, uh, unlike her husband, um, they're playing this audio in there and, uh, yeah, oh. she's she's questioning whether she'll go home tonight or not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, nurse, local hospital. Well, I'll tell you what little story i spent a bit of time at that hospital uh three years ago i was driving up i was going through kilcunda heading back to Inverloch, and i had a turn ended up down the track open heart surgery oh, well and I, I got myself to one thaggy hospital because i thought this is odd feeling i don't feel real good got into one thaggy hospital and i'll tell you what i ended up getting opened up in um uh i always forget the name of the place alfred or no they ended up put me or... to frankston uh, oh, Alfred, and then over to Cabrini, oh, yeah. and they and I wanted to stay at Wonfaggy. The food, <laughs> uh, the food at the Wonfaggy <laughs> Hospital. Don't worry about going to uh, 
hamburger joints or anything. Just drive into the one, pretend you're sick and get the food. The, the food at the one back here. No stress was about the heart surgery, just the food. <laughs> the food. No wonder I don't know. That's why you're there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. I went and got me checked too. Don't you oh, good boy. You yeah. asked me yeah, to I've get that checked. I've been holding you to account. I got that done. All good. good. All good. All good. Yeah, I should last okay. till Christmas anyway. Really? Yeah, I'll be there. Okay. I'll be here. Well, your, your partner and uh, her child can uh, get some. Hers indoors. Some presents and then you can. You know what she did yesterday, Marlene? Hers indoors. She she probably won't be listening, but just in case. She'll be listening. You know what she did? Last night I go out to the fridge to get a drink out of the fridge and the cat jumps in the fridge, her cat. (laughs) It jumps inside the fridge and I yelled out, The cat is in the fridge. And she said, What do you mean? Well, what do you think I mean? (laughs) Your cat's in the bloody fridge. I mean, what's wrong with people? The cat is... Have you ever seen a cat jump in a fridge? No, No, I've seen people jump in the freezer, so I I won't go there. Um, No, but anyway, um, so, Rodney, uh, will you take them... You're training them right up to Christmas, or are you giving them a bit of the summer off? How's, how's it uh, work? Yeah, so we'll go for the, another four weeks, four Wednesday night sessions, which will take us to December the 14th. Yep. And then we'll kick back up again on January the 18th. And once we get back, we'll go back to two nights a week. Yep. So, yeah. Must be strange doing pre-season in freezing conditions. It's different, all right? Yeah. The other night it was drizzly and cold and windy. and yeah. So, it really and I, is odd. I don't think this Wednesday night's going to be much better. No, and, and we're so, used to doing pre-season sweating hot, and yeah. pumping Gatorade water into us and yeah. spewing up. Um, but now it's, yeah, it's uh, a bit a bit hot coffee afterwards. Speaking about that, um, in my uh, world-acclaimed Peter Hudson biography, uh, there's a chapter on Spew Hill where uh, Peter yes. makes them do a John Kennedy-style training camp to uh, get them fit, and it didn't end well mm. food and drink-wise. Are you, are you giving them any torturous... Stuff like that? No, no. So it's all, a lot of it, everything we do is got a ball in hand. It's all our running with ball in hand. It's a lot of repetitive stuff. So, yeah, stop, start, stop, start. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot of that sort of stuff. So yeah, yeah. it's not drop the footies and let's do four, four hundreds and things like that. Those days yeah, are gone. Those days are gone. I just, you know, the fundamentals of the game, I think, is where it's won yeah. and lost a lot now. Yeah. So the ball in hand while we're doing all this sort of stuff is is the key. So one thing that players I reckon are better at this, <laughs> these days. Chris uh, is just coming, carrying fourteen tyres, and he just said to Rod, he's, he's 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 handling it. The one thing I reckon that players are better at these days are, is coming back to pre-season in pretty good nick. Yeah, and and majority of the blokes that play senior footy are. Yeah, they do a little bit themselves. Um, and I'll have a program too, which I'll speak to the group about this week. So because we're only training one night a week. Uh, I'll give them a program and they can do their own stuff and then over the Christmas period they can do their own stuff as well so um, yeah just to make sure that they've kept fit but the majority of them are like that yeah I couldn't imagine Hazendonk uh, coming back in no. uh, any other shape than perfect no well the first night I rocked up there just to check the place out I look out in the oval and here he is yeah. well, running around so that's why he's the reigning best having a kick so it tells you yeah. Lot, it? Yeah. yeah it does he's um, an absolute ripper he's coaching too yeah, doing the 18s under yeah, assistant coach in the 18s with uh, Cozzy. So yeah, he, so, which is good. Here you going with kid numbers? Uh, apparently, 16s and 18s will be up. So Brilliant. yeah, that's a good sign. Which is good. Yeah, uh, I think there was only 16s last year uh, yep. in reserves and seniors. So yeah, we should have the four sides this year. What so, was, which is really good. You you saw a lot of the the league's games, Brad. What um what, what were the juniors? Was there enough juniors in the competition it, it differed from club to club yeah. uh, some of the clubs were really struggling 
uh, for numbers. Yeah. But some of them, uh, you would see double up and play in the seniors. Yeah, that's the other challenge. Isn't yeah, it? and so it's really tough, isn't it? A bit I mean? of a bit of luck. Like we've had a full season out of COVID. A bit of luck. Yeah. There's a bit of hunger back for some kids, and their mates are getting into them. Look, you know, it's footy's back now, so. Let's get going again. Because you're right, I don't think the effect of COVID has really been understood and probably the after effects yeah. is just starting to, yep. like in footy terms. Yep, yep. Yeah, and I reckon 2023 will be where it'll kick off again, I think, especially yeah. the juniors. So. Mate, love to thank you for joining us. Though. No I really wish you all the best. Thank you. We'll be out there, SEN, obviously next year. We'll be calling some more footy and um, we'll uh, look forward to getting in in the coach's box and having a... Uh, sorry, the... I'm still talking like a coach, Dan, in the media box. You might and want an assistant coach job. Having a yeah, chat. actually. <laughs> you don't want me. I'm no good, mate. I'm, I'm, uh, I'll teach him how to eat. <laughs> I'll teach him how to eat. The last time he was coach, all you did was go around. Remember you went around to grounds... Checking out the dim Checking out dim sims. That's all you... Yeah, right. Yeah. That was all you reported back on. <laughs> my, my, I rate a town on its bakery. I, that's how I rate a town, a country town, on its bakery. And the one here, I had a coffee at this morning that I've eaten at a fair bit over the years, is brilliant. Yeah, I don't know. Is. I won't name it because yeah. I don't think that's right, but it is a brilliant bakery in one thing. It is. Right near the news agents, Dan. There you go. <laughs> Without saying the name, you get the paper, then yeah. you go in and get a pie. Brad compliments but, your food store. You know you've done Yeah, you've done it. Yeah, And you got to have a look at me. <laughs> I really wish you all the best this year. And, and all jokes aside, it's, uh, it's not a... It's not a big challenge. That's not the word. It's. It, I think it's exciting because yeah. I, I think Poo have a lot of upside. Yeah, they do. Yeah, with such a young list too, I think there's plenty more to come in the future. You've so. got some real good leaders there. Yeah, yeah. And just one quick one, mate. What are uh, Chris and Mel like as, as bosses? Yeah, really good. Mel, really Mel good I can me. tell, is fantastic. <laughs> but what? No, they've, been, they've been excellent, and especially with the footy side of things too. They've been pretty lenient with all that. Um, and yeah, I won't be working any Saturday mornings next year. Ah, <laughs> well, I tell you what, up, Chris. Well, the contract um, he expects the same money though. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> well, I tell do. you what, we're going to go to a break, and when we come back, we're going to have Chris back on the headphones, <laughs> and it'll be interesting what he has to say. Don't about forget that. the Puwong Little Market tomorrow. Yes, ten o'clock. Get out there, nice and early. Stop up the road in the general store. Have the greatest dim sims you'll ever. <laughs> Don't worry about that. We'll be back after this short messages, and we'll be back with the one thaggy tire power owner. Chris Baker, and we might even see if we can chat with his wife, Mel. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. You're back with Brad Sinclair and Dan the Man, Eddie. We're out at Wonthaggy Tire Power, 7880 Watt Street, Wonthaggy. And we're on the run home. Last 15 minutes of the show. And it's my last one for the year. Next week's the last... The next one... Next week's the last one for the year. But I won't be here. I'm... Oi. I'm, I'm uh, up in... I'm Tell comparing me. Mr. Gay Pride Australia in the Hey Gay Marty Graph Festival. A lot of people think I joke about that, but I got that gig. Can you believe... I got that gig. I got that gig. Cause I, I yep, can't yep. believe it. <laughs> judge, ju- judge, him, judge him by the shorts you're wearing today. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I didn't have to All put right. in for it. I just got offered the gig. Yeah. I went up and met the people uh, during the week. I was up in Hay. And uh, she's a different town. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be funny. And you know Photos. what I'm doing on the Sunday? Oh, I don't know. Gay Pride Cup football. I'm calling the AFLW game up Excellent. there in Hay. Uh, commentating that one. That should be a big day. And uh, Exciting. Uh, do, I look, do I look the part, Chris? Absolutely. 
I thought I might. Hundred percent. Nothing wrong with that. Don't worry about that. No. You get so you, back to Wiz Doherty, Ian Doherty, and Dan, the man Eddie, out at the Sale Race Course next Saturday. Where are we going? Sale Race Course. I'm not going that far. Oh, I'm going to go to Hay. Well, I better be getting your money. What I do it for free, you know that. <laughs> That's what I do for. All the free food at the bakery. <laughs> no, they'll be good up at sale, but, uh, yeah. geez, the hospitality won't come close to what we're getting here at Type Hour. No I don't think it's uh, no sensational. And Anyone else for an in- another lost- instant roast? <laughs> 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 we've lost Jeff. <laughs> Jeff's gone. He's gone. Yeah. He's oh, already, he's how many days at the cafe around the corner? Yeah, why would you have instant roast here when you could go and have a nice... Sugar bit. Hey, Neon, Rod reckons he might be working Saturdays, Chris. I've got news, I've got news for Rodney. <laughs> He hasn't worked for the last hour talking to you two blokes. Yeah. You're paying him. He can, stay. Him. he can stay later today. Actually. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he can pack him. up, lock the doors. So you had many through today, business-wise? You had... Yeah, no, we've been busy today. Yeah, it's been good. You open every cars. Saturday? Every Saturday from 8 till 12. 8 yeah. till 12? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. about during the week, Monday to Friday, what hours? Yeah, 8 till 5. 8 till 5. Yeah, Rodney's usually here about 9 till 3.30 <laughs> or something. But <laughs> Our lunch? No, no, seriously, Rodney's here. The f- he's the first one here every day, so he's Is a he? ripper. So, yeah. That's what, do you, what's the chances of getting the headphones on Mel today, you reckon, before we go? I, I reckon zero to none zero would to be... None. Yeah, I've tried. Yeah. And I've tried to toaster with chocolates. You, you name it. The young bloke, Blake, nothing. A bit dusty. He's had his first big night the had other his night. First big night the other night. Yeah. Yeah, the old bullfrog. That's his nickname. He's um, bullfrog. He's uh, yeah. He's a fraction rough. Is it rough? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's taken him 24, 48 hours to get over it. I think. So. Where did he go? Out camping. Uh, over to a mate's place at Ventnor over on the island, I believe. And, uh, oh, yeah, that would have been big. Got a fraction socially excited, I think. Did like, he? Just unlike his father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't look the type, Chris. No, not at all. Hey, <laughs> uh, um, what I want to touch on, and particularly while I got you here, Chris, because you got a, a long background in footy. Hawthorne, we spoke to Rod, he's a mad Hawthorne supporter. He was asked during the week, Jeff Kennett, the old president, is he the old president already, Dan, or is he the out- is the outgoing president? I think, isn't he? Jeff yeah, Kennett? they're still yeah. working out who's going to take over. He was asked during the week, and he, he's never, never short of giving an answer, old Jeff, is he? Uh, he was asked during the week when they'll win the next premiership, the Hawks, and this is what he had to say: How long? How long until the Hawks win their next premiership? Well, uh, Mitch Lewis uh, said last night or yesterday that we can do it by 25. 25, 25. is our 100th year. Uh, of a club since in- entering the VFL. Uh, I tell you what, we have got some wonderful young men. 25. And, no, no, that's right. Well, this is, we're going into 23, 24, 25. So he's saying within three years, I think that's absolutely right. I, absolutely. We've got some wonderful, wonderful young men coming through the ranks. What do you think? Well, just... 2025. I think what that says to me, whether it's realistic or not, is they have an attitude that they've had since John Kennedy's days that we expect to win premierships. They, their last one was 2015, and any of us would take that in a heartbeat. Um, and they're not satisfied that it's been seven years without a flag. And I, I, So I love the attitude, even if it might be unrealistic. It might not be. Chris, what do you think? Is, no, it, is it unrealistic? I don't think it's unrealistic. I think... Um, yeah, as you said, the, the club's built on winning flags and they seem to do it quite often. Um, there's never too many decades go past without the Hawks being either winning one or being in one. Yeah. Um, 
but you know he'll have to look out for the mighty Saints in the next couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> he did say something similar back in the day, Jeff Kennett, about yeah. where they wanted to be when he took them on when they hadn't won one since '91, mm. and uh, he wasn't far wrong. So some uh, like to knocking, but oh, I don't know. Well, I'm, just I'm to show sure. that's what you want your club's attitude to be. Whether it gets there or not, you're giving supporters hope that we are striving to get there. Some don't even dare touch on that sort of thing and you just think well they're just floundering all the time aren't they but and do we ask our presidents and coaches and captains to be Ro- sorry mate but Rod Gunther was just walking past with a trolley you do realise this is not radio and uh, not TV it's I know radio. but I need to paint the picture for people here he's just walked past he's just to carry the trolley and show that he's done something in the last three hours sorry Brad but now, I'm horrified by this do <laughs> do we ask people to be honest and give us an honest appraisal on where they're at? When they do give that, we sort of want to knock them down a bit. Mm. Yeah, how so, dare you come out and say that? Yeah. yeah, but we want you to say that. Now, during the week, the big one of the biggest football club in the world, Manchester Essendon. United. Oh. Manchester United. You sure? Ronaldo, Christian Ronaldo. That hasn't finished nicely between Manchester and their greatest ever player. That a Muriel that they've taken down of the great Christian Say Ronaldo. that word again. Muriel? How do you say Muriel. Where, what is Muriel. it? Muriel. 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 See, I've got the gay <laughs> festival with me. Yeah, Already. you've Muriel's been watching... Wedding. Um, Muriel's wedding. Yeah, Muriel's uh, This is what Christian Ronaldo had to say during the week about Man United, their coach, first of all. You never heard of this guy. Nobody. And the people who I speak, nobody knew it was him. Deep, deep inside me, I, I never saw him uh, as a boss. Always been besides the best coaches in the world, Zidane, Ancelotti, Mourinho, Fernando Santos, Allegri. So I had kind of some experience because I learned from them. And when you see some coaches that they're coming, that they want to re- revolution the football, I not agree. Whoa. He, 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 he wants out and he's stuck in his contract, yeah. so he's trying to make them yeah. do the transfer. I've never heard anyone in any sport speak like that Really? Oh, not not that was. Yeah. He was. I've not heard it. Not like that. Yeah. This is what he also had to say about his young teammates at yeah. Man United. They are not the same. They are, They listen, but this is why we have two ears. You listen from one side, and they go away from another side. So, don't surprise me. But in the same way, it's a little bit shame because if they have the best examples in front of your eyes, and if they don't at least copy what you did for me. It's kind, it's kind of weird. They live in a different era. Um, I can't see my kid, they have 12 years old. The mentality, they are not the same. They are not suffer that. What's the difference? The anger. I think the, the anger. I think that they have the things more easily. Everything it's easily. They don't suffer. And I think it's, they don't care. He's right. Oh, oh he's right. Yeah. He's right. They don't care. I know every generation <laughs> said it. Every Generation says it about the last one. Yeah. That they're soft. And, but, gee, I reckon he's got a few points there that he's right about. You'd, you'd see it you'd in see business. you see it with your staff. Yeah. I mean, oh. look at Rod. Yeah, well, he, yeah, he's an embarrassment, really, for the <laughs> Taipei brand. But, um, but um, yeah, I mean, it is a really easy ride. We're so lenient and there's no consequences anymore and for young, yeah, it nah. worries me. It's hard to be a coach or something in that environment. It's hard to meet women too, Brett. Um, just, just quickly, <laughs> just on the problem, Dan. yeah, just on the soccer. Um, <laughs> the World Cup's kicking off this week. I love the soccer World Cup. Australia, what's our what's our total um, uh, cost for our whole list? Maybe a hundred thousand for our list. The team we're coming up against, France, 
Um, their collective group of players is about a billion dollars we're coming up against as a, as, as a team. And what are we, 100,000 for, for Australia? Yeah. It's a massive David Goliath. So if we can get up and knock them off, it'll be one of the great wins in Unbelievable. Australia hey, it's been great being here this morning, Chris. I've had a ball, had an absolute ball. Good luck out at Killy Bass. And sorry to drop the bombshell on one thingy. They didn't know until You'll be getting... Your office will be cleaned out. Your runner's office will be cleaned out. Um, I'm worried about the building still being standing <laughs> by Monday morning when <laughs> people from one thingy listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks for having us out here. It's been great. Thanks to Mel. Thanks to Blake and Lexi. And thanks to Rod and Jeff, who dropped by. Um... And uh, just had a fair bit to say over there, old Jeff in the corner. He no, was letting us know how to run the game and what to do. I like that. Yeah, and gave you a few tips for the the dog, the dogs as well through uh, Matthew Clark. Yeah. Um, Is that it, Dan? Are you, yeah, you, I, I thought just, you were going to say something else. Well, I've just Rod's just got up off his seat. He's had his fourteenth instant roast for the for the day, <laughs> and look at him. He's just lifted one tire. And now he's going to go back and sit down because we're about to go off here. Thanks, uh, thanks, Rod. We'll be thanks, out Chris. to sail thanks, races. Thanks very much, Chris. Uh, sail races next week. I'll be gone. You'll be gone. We're out of here. We're just going to enjoy Christmas while you keep working. Dan, the man, Eddie. Don't you, forget, you the Peter Hudson Port podcast comes out Monday. And get out, get a book. Have a seat, Rod. We'll be back next week. <laughs>